0: Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. Um podcast Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um yes, just in case this is your first time tuning in, my name is Kenny and this podcast is called My Thought Journal. Um we're just talking about pretty much anything that comes to mind. Um, no real script here, nothing is planned, we just do what we do and hopefully it turns out Turns out good, um, but today I wanted to, um, I think it was hit me, I was thinking about plenty of different things to talk about today, um, one of the things I was thinking about was um, going back into mental health, because I realized a lot of people liked um, my mental health ones, talking about, like, things like schizoid, uh, schizotypal, schizoaffective, those kind of things. Um, people really do like those, so I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, should I be, am I? you know, I, I was having a little bit of, um, of thinking, I was thinking, like, hey, you know, should I just follow the trends of my podcast, or should I do something that I want to do, um, and I don't know, because I... Definitely thought about um like YouTubers and stuff, how like sometimes when you start running out of ideas you can tell because they end up recycling the same ideas and just trying to make it a little more fresh each time. But um I was like, Oh well I'm becoming one of those people. So I was thinking I was like, what can I I was like might go back into mental health, see what I can find. And I thought about depression, I was like, well, I've been diagnosed with depression before. You know, I've been diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and PTSD personally. And I was like, huh, I wonder why those were kind of linked and kind of put it together. So I was like, well, that's what I'm going to talk about. Let's see if I can find information. Found some information that I want to talk about. And maybe uh, maybe later I feel comfortable and might talk about my own experiences with depression um anxiety and those type of things um but yeah do want to preface this by saying yeah, uh i am not a mental health professional um and i am no in no way uh qualified to give advice on things um you know if you do feel like you do have depression um especially different types of depression um anxiety, uh PTSD, any mental health condition, or really any health condition that you have concerns about, please go to your doctor. Um, mental health, you know, you know you know I gave this to you before, but just in case you haven't heard from past episodes, you know, please go one second, I'm sorry about There you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I always forget to um sign off my phone. But anyway, um please make sure to just Go to your doctor, they're more qualified to help you out with those kind of things than I am, because I have no qualifications whatsoever. I just do Google searches and read articles. <laughs> anyway, let's get started. Um, I found one website, um, let's see here. Duh, 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 duh. Explaining more so today I want to talk about I guess the relationship primarily between anxiety and depression. To you know when I got diagnosed, um, my depression was there, but um, I was definitely diagnosed with anxiety. Uh, I think the last time I went to like a therapist and everything, it was a couple of years ago, before the pandemic, <laughs> uh, pre COVID nineteen, and um, it definitely, I I had some questions, but I didn't know how to phrase it. But now I'm kind of like I wonder why anxiety and depression kind of are linked, um especially in my case. That's what I'm going to primarily be talking about, but there are articles out there that, excuse me, excuse me, that do talk about um the relationship between depression and other mental health disorders and how, uh, mental health um conditions stuff like that overlap. And all the fun things, but today more so focused on the anxiety and depression part of it. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, the first article I was able to find um, was from Hartgrove Grove Hospital, I guess, written by Thomas. I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> the last name here, Chorn, Chornhosh. I don't know. Uh spelled T-J-O-R-N-E-H-O-J. I don't know how to pronounce that, so I'm sorry. If so I butchered it, but I'm pretty sure I did. Um let's see here, I'm trying to see. I don't see um a date for when this was released. Um yeah, I don't see a day for just released, but I'll go and get into reading the article um, for you guys and just talking about it. Give my own little two cents for going to other articles that have um, laid out from other places such as um, Mayo Clinic. Um, uh, also from places maybe like WebMD, other things. Like I said, no script here. I just look up things. I just read, read them out and give my little two cents on them. Anyway, it's going to get started. Um, It starts off by saying, um, while while anxiety is generally considered a high energy state and depression a low energy state, anxiety and depression are more closely related than you might think. A person with depression often experiences a lot of anxiety, possibly even to the extent of having panic attacks. Anxiety disorders involve more than common nervousness and worry. They They can cause terrifying fear about things other people wouldn't think twice about. Uh, many people with anxiety disorders fully comprehend that their thoughts are irrational, but they still can't stop them. Feelings of losing inner control haunt them. This angst is one of the entry ways for depression. Hmm. Before I continue? I was, I, I didn't really think I did like how they went both ways. How anxiety could can lead to depression. How depression. Can bring on anxiety, so it's a two-way street. In some cases, okay. Continuing though, it says, "Why are anxiety and depression often co-occurring?" Um, uh, it says it's a cycle. Says Sally R. Connolly, LCSW, and therapist says when you get anxious, you tend to have this pervasive thinking about some worry or some problem. You feel about you feel you feel bad about it then you feel like you failed, you move to depression. These two disorders, anxiety and depression, have a complicated relationship. Uh, One thing, uh, the chance of acquiring depression is much higher when when an anxiety disorder already exists. Nearly half of those with major depression also suffer from severe and persistent anxiety. Two, people who are depressed often feel anxious and worried. One can easily trigger the other with anxiety often preceding depression. Another thing, people with post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, are especially prone to developing depression and for a biological predisposition for both of these conditions if often at the root of an individual's battle. This seems to be true with anxiety disorders even more than with depression. Connolly explains, some people are just worriers and pass it down. People with anxiety disorder should speak with a psychiatrist, therapist, or other healthcare professional about their symptoms. Like I said earlier, (laughs) treatment for anxiety disorder should not be delayed. If not caught in time, depression might find the door wide open for moving in and setting up house in, in those individuals. So let's get more into it. You know What causes anxiety and what causes depression? So we're gonna take anxiety first. What causes anxiety? For reasons that are only partly understood today, uh, like I said, I couldn't find the date, but I'm going to assume it's fairly recent. Um, Probably within the last five years, I hope. Um, but continuing on, it says, The fight or flight center in these individuals' brains becomes activated even when no real threat exists. Being in a state of constant anxiety is like being stalked by an invisible predator. The feeling of being in danger never goes away. They are always on alert. Occasional anxiety is normal part of life. It's common for people to feel anxious if there is a conflict in a relationship a problem at work, a big test looming, or a major decision dead ahead. But anxiety disorders involve more than temporary worry or fear. For people with an anxiety disorder, the anxiety does not go away. It often gets worse over time to the point where feelings interfere with their daily functions. I do you want to point at this? Day, um, it often gets worse. Uh, of course, that, that's going on probably say, without any um, help or, um, any treatment, it can get worse over time, um, and, you know, it's not always, I feel like, I know personally, my kind of anxiety is not always, um, big things, but I know also, like, small things, um, or tedious things can also just stress me out, um, and like, when I get stressed, I can can simply get anxious, and I can can also get depressed, or I, I um I like, usually I think my anxiety hits before my depression sometimes when it comes to decision making or when things I wish would just stay nice would change quickly. I don't know. It's it's definitely different for me. I I don't think it's always bad over time. I think for me when I think about it. Um but I definitely do will say, you know, if I let it get to me it it can make me just want to be like, yeah, I'm good <laughs> like it, my my just daily act just daily everything like even just going somewhere can trigger anxiety for me so it it, it happens um, and now we're going to what causes sorry what causes depression um just current research suggests that depression is caused by a combination of genetic biological, environmental, and psychological factors. While it may occur at any age, it often begins in adulthood, even though it does, it can happen in children. As with many anxiety disorders, depression in children and adolescents may present itself as irritability more than low mood. By adulthood, depression shows up as hopelessness, despair, and anger. With a low energy level, afflicted individuals often feel overwhelmed by the day-to-day tasks and personal issues fundamental to life. As mentioned above, the depression, as mentioned above, depression is often spawned from an anxiety disorder left untreated. Which is true, um, it can happen like that, but I feel like for me, I think I realized my depression before my anxiety. I do not really think I, when I first think I started trying to understand the word depression because I think just for a long time growing up, I just thought it was just people who were just either extremely sad or just moody, and, you know, probably like just wore black all the time, um, but then, like, you know, I think when I started realizing what depression really is, um, is when I started to think, okay, um, I think, I think might be depressed, <laughs> I think might be depressed, Kenny, um, but yet again, um, I feel like, like I said, I've noticed my depression before, my anxiety, I think in my case. But I, I would definitely say I was, um, it doesn't really come off as just like low mood, sadness. It comes off as irritability, snapping at people, and just anger. But I'm usually just very low mood and definitely sleeping in. Like I would just want to sleep. Like I would wake up, might eat something, and go back to sleep. Like it would, like literally might, might not get anything done. So... But I think when I started noticing I have a certain level of anxiety. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, it's hard to explain I think with my kind. I, I don't know what kind, what exact kind of anxiety I have because um, when I was diagnosed, I wasn't diagnosed with a specific kind of like depression or anxiety. I was just told I had both and PTSD. Um, but... Um, when I think about it, I think my anxiety is just very, uh, just happens. I think my, things, my depression anxiety doesn't have much triggers. Um, but yeah, me going on the tangent about myself. Anyway, I continue with the article. Um, it does, get, it has a question saying what might indicate that both conditions, anxiety and depression, are present. Um. So traits that may signal the presence of both anxiety disorder and depression include irrational worries or fears that won't go away. Physical symptoms, yes, mental health conditions, mental mental um, illnesses can also manifest physical symptoms, um such as fatigue, headaches, rapid heartbeat, labored breathing, or abdominal pain. Um, nothing difficulty going to sleep or staying asleep um, changes in eating habits, either in too much or too little, um, trouble, another one is trouble, trouble remembering, um, uh, making decisions or concentrating, um, constant feelings of sadness or worthlessness, uh, loss of usual interest in activities or hobbies, a uh, feeling often tired and cranky, the inability to relax and live in the moment, and suffering from panic attacks including the sense of losing inner control. And it does give some um, strategies that are often used to help treat um, such things such as um, CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy um, which usually helps kind of find the root of it, root causes, uh, managing those symptoms and help kind of take control in a sense so like no one we know about it or maybe triggers, um, symptoms, you know, just kind of help gain overall control of someone's um, emotions in life. Um, we have antidepressants, which, um, can be diagnosed and should only be diagnosed, um, and taken with a diagnosis. And, um, usually are, it could be combined with CBT, um, Excuse me. I'm just one of those things that you know are important. Talk about if you do want to think about medication. Definitely to to talk to your doctor about that. Um, exercise. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like exercise, but it has been proven to actually help. Um, people. Um, with anxiety, depression, stuff like that. It like like people say it does wonders for your mental health. It's true. I think it's just finding a type of exercise that doesn't always make it seem like I have to go to the gym or I'm just doing push-ups and cardio. I feel like even those those are good forms of exercise. Um, I feel like I think it's just the thought of having to go and do it instead of doing something like dancing or, you know, swimming. Those are exercise, but it's more fun and it's not typically thought in a way of exercise, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes tricking your brain into finding some fun activity that could be taken as exercise. You know, kind of take it as a hobby. Um, another thing is listed um, in this article with relaxation techniques. Um, it said this typically involves meditation or mindfulness. Uh, these techniques can often help to remedy both disorders and improve quality of life. I um, do like the article. I definitely want to go back to what indicates both are present. I know for me I did um I definitely I guess you can say uh what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um sympathize some with some of the symptoms. Um, like constant feelings of sadness and worthlessness. Um yeah, I definitely definitely can uh relate to that. Uh, feeling sad, um or just going through bouts of worthlessness um, loss of usual interest in activities and hobbies, yes, <laughs> it's like, like, like I mentioned um before, anxiety is usually a higher state of mood, and then, like, depression is, like, a lower state, I mean, and just lower energy, like, you just don't want to do anything, it's very stressful, I think it's, I think it's stressful, I think it's upsetting, because some people can just take it as being lazy when you are just depressed. And stuff so, like, depression can manifest itself differently in other people. You know, different personalities, different cultures, different ways of life can impact the way your depression is expressed. So, that's why it's important to be a diagnosis. Because you might have depression or anxiety, but you might be um, expressing it different from the person next to you. Um, so, I definitely, definitely thought, Thought I remember with that, feeling often tired and cranky, yes. <laughs> I am often very tired. I probably will, I always love taking naps and going to sleep. Um, usually because I'm just tired. An um, ability to relax and live in the moment, yes. Um, usually just living in the moment, just being yes, you know, just like, let myself be happy, just do what I want to do. No. <laughs> I'm usually always stressing over work or... Usually the next thing, just, that's usually what I'm anxious about. I'm usually always thinking about the next thing that could happen. Instead of just like, yo, just, just, like, just eat your food and just, just chill. No, no, no. Always think about the next thing. Always think about something. Um, change the eating habits. I have had that before. Um, and things like that. So I definitely agree with some of these symptoms that were mentioned in this article. Um i definitely agree with that because those are big things to me because like i think i talked about it in the previous episode i think i've i think my schizoid episode i'm not too sure but um i think my schizoid or my schizotypal i'm not exactly too sure which one i forgot which one but i think i talked about how um I was diagnosed with, like I said before, depression, anxiety, PTSD, but I didn't, but I always had a feeling that it was more than that. Um, I always felt like there was more that was going on. Um, it wasn't just a, I guess so I didn't, I always, I didn't feel like it was just this quick little, um. quick diagnosis. So I feel like, yes, but doing a little bit, just a couple of Google searches can tell me that depression, anxiety um, are diso- are disorders and mental illness in themselves, but also are symptoms of other issues. Um, and one thing I saw was um, from Healthline, it did, do- it talks about um, depression, anxiety, how to identify and treat coexisting, co-existing symptoms, which um, I did want to talk about and reach to you guys um what they give tips on like self- managing symptoms, um of course on doctors and stuff like that. Um, but um, I definitely felt like it was a bigger issue and usually one who has depression could have can also have anxiety, anxiety can have depression, they you know tra- if you have face traumatic events you know could be linked to ptsd or you know other things so it's it's a jumbled mess which is why i why it is very very good to go talk to mental health professionals about it because it is a hard field to completely understand excuse me but yes like i said i'm going to talk about i'm going to read this article real quick to you guys from um healthline Let's see here, it was written by Kimberly Holland, June 20th, 2018, um, but it was medically reviewed by Timothy J. Legg, PhD, CRNP. I told, I said it before, I don't know what those, uh, things, the, uh, what call it acronyms or whatever, what they mean, and I could look it up, but I'm just too lazy to do that. Um... But yeah, the article is titled "Depression Anxiety: How to Identify and Treat Codes and Symptoms." So I'm just gonna start reading. Um, before I think there was one other article. Let me see. Yeah, I think there's one other article I did want to read, but it's a little bit long, so I might just link it in the description. And like I said before, uh, like I usually do in my other episodes, usually any uh, article I read and stuff like that, I try my best to link it um, in the description of the episode, just so you guys can. Come in click on the link to take you to where you want to be. But anyway, let's get started. Um, starting off is what's the link? Um, depression and anxiety can occur at the same time. In fact, it's estimated that 45% of people with one mental health condition meet the criteria for two or more disorders. This is at the time of writing, at 2018. I'm not sure about current day's, uh statistics, especially after 2020. Don't know exactly which the statistics now, but that was the statistics back in 2018. I'm um, continuing, uh, one study found that half of people with either anxiety or depression have the other condition. Although each condition has its own causes, they may share similar symptoms and treatments. Read on to learn more, of course, including tips on management and what to expect from a clinical diagnosis. So, what are the symptoms of each? Condition. I think we're talk about it. Okay, so let's look at the symptoms. I don't think the last article talked about the symptoms directly. Um, so Some symptoms of depression and anxiety overlap, such as problems with sleep, irritability, and difficulty concentrating. But there are several key differences that help distinguish between the two. Depression, it says feeling down, sad, or upset is normal. It can be concerning feeling that way for several days or weeks on end, though. Which is true. Like I said, when I was younger, I just, I'm not assume it was just, just really bad sadness. Um, that just happens and you just, were just that way. Um, I think, but that was the flaw of my thinking. I thought thought more of it as like a personality trait when I was younger instead of like an actual uh, mental health condition. Um, but like I said, you know, feeling down, upset. Um, that normal, but when it starts persisting, over days, weeks, months, even years on end, that's when it's very concerning. Um, some of the physical, and behavioral symptoms of depression, um, can include it says, uh, decreased energy, chronic fatigue, or feeling sluggish, frequently, uh, difficulty concentrating, making decisions, or recalling certain things. Uh, pains, aches, cramps, heart. It says gastrointestinal problems without any clear cause, which I didn't know. I do not know gastrointestinal problems could be, but okay. It says also changes in appetite or weight, and difficulty sleeping, waking up early or oversleeping. Um, emotional symptoms of depression, um, can include loss of interest or no longer finding pleasure in certain activities or hobbies, um, persisting feelings of sadness, anxiety, or emptiness. Uh, feeling hopeless or pessimistic, um, anger, irritability, restlessness, um, feeling guilty or experiencing feelings of worthlessness or helplessness, thoughts of death or suicide and suicide attempts. Let it be made known that people who are depressed do not have to have the last two that were mentioned um were suicide and thoughts of death. Those do not have to No, be at be symptoms for someone to be depressed, um, be or to have a, to be what we call it, diagnosed with depression, um, I just want to make sure that was clear, um, yes, it could. Of course, someone's having that line of thinking. Of course, um, call your national health helpline, um, for those things because I know every country has a different one, um. But, yes, I just want to make sure I was clear. Not all depress- not all people who are depressed will be thinking in that kind of manner. Uh, continuing on, though. Anxiety. It um it says anxiety or fear and worry can happen to anyone from, any- from time to time. It's not unusual to experience anxiety before a big event or pro- important decisions, such as, you know, stage fright, things like that, things of that nature, uh, maybe going in front of people to speak. Um, Maybe making a big decision on how is it, or maybe buying a house. Those things can cause anxiety. Those, that's normal. But chronic anxiety can be debilitating and lead to irrational thoughts and fears that interfere with your daily life. Physical symptoms and behavioral changes caused by generalized anxiety disorder include feeling fatigued easily, difficulty concentrating or recalling things, muscle tension, racing heart, grinding teeth, sleep difficulties, Including problems falling asleep, restlessness, or unsatisfying sleep. Um, emotional symptoms of anxiety can include um, restlessness, irritability, or feeling on edge. Uh, difficulty controlling your worry or your worries or fears, um, dread, and panic. Now, therefore, for me, think about how my depression anxiety is personally. I know the symptoms that, like I said like some of these symptoms were overlapping such as uh, sleep problems, some of the behavioral and physical symptoms were um overlapped between the two. Um but I don't say it's usually um the de- the decreased energy for me is definitely a big one for me. Um I would definitely say maybe around a year or two ago I it was I was probably more sluggish than I am now, I think. It would it might take me a quick minute to kind of like maybe after waking up to like kinda of start acting in normal I guess you can say. Um but I do I'm about to, you know, just feeling sluggish and just blah. <laughs> um, I guess the a good way of just putting it just blah. Um, let's see here, difficulty concentrating, making decisions and recalling things. Yes. <laughs> um Concentrating on things can be difficult, I think, especially when the task is repetitive. Or when it calls for more attention and energy that I can give at the moment. It can definitely be hard concentrating on the issue. Um, making decisions or recalling. Yes. Um, difficulty sleeping. I feel like it's not really difficulty sleeping. It's probably like anxiety said is unsatisfying sleep for me. I can probably sleep for a good several hours and wake up and be like I'm so tired. Like I don't I'm not waking up refreshed and ready to start my day or night or whatever. It's no I, I woke up and I'm like I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm grinding teeth. I did I do have a problem with grinding my teeth but not necessarily grinding is more uh I don't know what you say what you call it it's like um I don't grind it, but like I like, like clench down my teeth extremely hard. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what it's called, but I know I had that. I still have that problem where I clench really hard during anxiety, anxiety inducing um events, but also sometimes not. So I'm not sure if it's because my anxiety over it's another issue. Um, and also just feeling on edge and irritability. Yes, irritability for me definitely, um because. It's it's just how this is how I've been just it's really hard uh to describe um but yeah it's it's definitely irrit- it's irritating to me especially when I realize yes you are being this way but there's nothing I can really do about it because like I said I don't really have much triggers for these things so they happen and I'm like well now I just have to deal with it I'm also a pessimistic um, thinking and stuff like that, I have felt definitely before, um, so yeah, those symptoms I definitely, um, agree with, because I have felt those multiple times throughout the time, throughout my life, before and, before and after my, uh, diagnosis with depression, anxiety, and PTSD, um, uh, they did, um, link some person- some self-help tests to help identify if you have this these signs um, because, of course, like I said, everyone's different. So everyone's expression of depression, anxiety, and o- other mental health conditions is going to be different from the person sitting next to them. So um, so did get some self-help tests um, regarding to these things. Um, like I said, I'll link everything in the description if you guys are wa- want to take that as well. Um, but I'm going to move on to talking about managing symptoms and what some, um, people have, and what they have listed as ways to, uh, manage them. Um, and just a quick, just a quick step away. Just, I like the way that it says manage symptoms. So I feel like when you say you're managing your symptoms, you're not taking the symptoms away. You're not killing off the symptoms. You're managing them, meaning that they're still going to be there, but you're able to. I guess a good way of saying prioritize them or put them in their place, so it's not as prevalent, as such a big overwhelming thing. It's hey, I know what this is. Um, let me, like you, like you're like you are put over here. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like I'm being a manager. You have to manage. Your employees, your emotions, your symptoms and tell them what to do and kind of take control. Um, that also does not mean you will be that way all the time. I know that, especially for me, there, are, there will be just days where it's just, it's just not going to happen. When my symptoms do win, my battles, my, the mental battles are real and I don't have much control over it. It's like it just happens and I had to be like, you know what, it has happened. But it did list nine different ways of managing symptoms so i i wanted to read those out to you guys for quick um first one says allow yourself to feel what you're feeling and no that's not your fault um depression and anxiety disorders are medical conditions they aren't the result of failure or weakness or anything like that uh, what you feel is a result of underlying causes and triggers it's not the result of something you did or didn't do um yes some people do have triggers. I don't say maybe there's some things that could trigger um, certain anxiety or depressive episodes for me. But for the most part, it just happens. And I've come across it happening a couple times for me where it I will legit just feel it out of nowhere. And I'm like, where did this come from? And then I get more depressed and anxious because I'm like, I don't know where it came from. So now I'm just sitting here like just throwing myself in an anxious loop trying to figure things out. And just fall into depression later because I'm like, okay, like, I don't know why, why it came up now. I, I was doing just fine five minutes ago. So, definitely, definitely understand. Um, number two says uh, do something that you have control over, like making your bed or taking off the trash. this in the moment, regaining a bit of control or power can help you cope with overwhelming symptoms. Um, Accomplish a task you can manage, such as neatly restacking books or sorting your recycling. Um... You know, cleaning, stuff like that. It says do something to give yourself a sense of accomplishment and power. Um, three, you can also create a morning, evening, or even just some sort of a daily routine. It says routine is sometimes helpful for people with anxiety and depression. This provides structure and a sense of control. It also allows you to create space in your day for self-care techniques that can help you control your symptoms. It says four, do your best to stick to a sleep schedule. So it's aimed for 7-8 hours each night. Uh, more or less than that may complicate symptoms of both conditions. Inadequate or pro- poor sleep can cause problems with your cardiovascular, endocrine, immune, and nervous symptoms. I don't know what that last word means. <laughs> endocrine. I heard of the endocrine. but I, don't, but I, don't, I forgot what it does. Um. Yes get proper sleep um but um also I think also one it's harder for me to do that just thinking about it because I work nights currently so when I come home even I do sleep during the day um I think it's just harder because like I was just up all night then my body's reacting to now it being day which my body's like okay well now you have to be up now not to have to tell my body, no, you need to go to sleep. You're just up for the past, like, 16 hours. Like, you were just up for a good while, like, you need to go to sleep. Not to, like, warm my body back down. So, it's difficult, but it's, like it says, do your best. So, I'll continue to do that. And so, number five, try to eat something nutritious, like an apple or nuts, at least once a day. It says, when you're feeling depressed or anxious, you may reach for comforting foods excuse me, like pasta, like pasta and sweets, to alleviate some of the tension, um, however, these foods pr- provide a little nutrition, and so we call it junk food, and it says try to help nourish your body with fruits, vegetables, lean meats, and whole grains, easier said than done for me, <laughs> I do like my candy, and I like my, I like my chips every, every once in a while, especially when I'm not feeling the best, but I do good with saying, you know, it does help. It might help at least nourish your body a little bit, give, give them the vitamins, minerals, and health things that needs. Um, so if you're up for it, go for a walk around the block. Research suggests exercise can be an effective treatment for depression because it's a natural mood booster and releases feel-good hormones. However, for some people, exercise or gym can trigger anxiety and fear. If that's the case for you, look for more natural ways to move, such as walking around your neighborhood. or look for an online exercise video you can do at home. Something to do at home because we're all and we're we all should be staying in our houses unless you have to go to work then you need to go to work mask on PPE personal protection equipment what that stands for come home taking showers you know those kind of things okay we're trying to try to slow down the virus not speed it up anyway number seven um, says do something that you know brings you comfort um, such as watching for a fair movie or flipping through a magazine it says give yourself time to focus on things that you like and focus on yourself. Downtime is a great way to let your body rest and it can distract your brain with things that brings you a boost. You know, such like I said, movies, movie mag- reading a book, uh, playing games, whether it's, you know video games or, you know, card games or something, you know, do just do something that is kind of like, kind of like, you know, me time is what I think we would call it now i just a, it says if you haven't left the house in a while, which I'm pretty sure um, we all haven't. <laughs> we I think a lot of us have been stuck in our houses. I'm just consider doing something fine, soothing like getting your nails done or getting a massage. I'm just relaxation relaxation techniques can improve your quality of life and may reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety. I'm just finding activity that feels right for you and you can practice regularly, such as you know yoga, meditation, breathing um, exercises, massages. Um, like it says. Like getting those done, you know, some it's kinda of like doing like you know treat yourself. And it says, um, last one that it listed says reach out to someone you're comfortable talking to and talk about whatever you feel like, whether that's how you're feeling or something you saw on Twitter. So yeah, just talk it out. I know especially in my case it's easier said <laughs> than done. I don't like talking to people about my emotion my emotional problems, stuff like that. So it definitely get the best of me. Um, but yes, there are times where I do talk it out, and it can help. But, um, uh, you know, don't try to fight the battles all alone if you can. And of course, um, it gives, um, what should we call it? It does. T- it does say when talk to your doctor, which, it like says that you, it says when symptoms last more, two weeks, um. Is usually when you want to go to talk to your doctor about it, tell them the symptoms, and they should be able to help. <laughs> and uh, I like how it says here, if you're not feeling like yourself and want to help understanding, make an appointment to see the doctor. It's so important it to be open and honest so they can fully understand what's happening, get a clear picture of what you've been feeling. Um, and just a side note, I read something I think at work one time while I was browsing on internet real quick, and... Just surfing the web and um the other thing was talking about like things that doctors wish patients would do and one of the things was talking about how doctors don't like like they really hate it when patients will come in and lie about things like lie about their symptoms or tell their symptoms very late and it's kind of like well that that changes everything so you know do be honest with your doctor um and i think one thing i i Would encourage thinking about is that you think about your doctor probably has seen probably a lot of different crazy things, so your case might not go on the most crazy list of things they might have to deal with or things they might not they're not prepared for. You know, these are things that they are uh, well equipped to talk about and well equipped to help you with, and if they can't help you, they know how to get you in contact with someone who can. Because you got to think about it. it's their job to help. Yeah, um, I think some experiences that I remember reading about was, like, how, um, how like, like, how they would be like, yeah, patient will come in, lie about something that I can see is wrong, and they would tell me, no, it's fine, but then later becoming more sick, um, or how they would tell them, like, they'd be like, yeah, you know, I just had, like, a small cough or something, and, like, the... Like the poem oh, is almost over. Like as you're walking. They're like oh yeah. Also chest pains and migraines. <laughs> and they're like. Well. Like now you tell me. when the poem is over. So. Yes. Please be honest. With. Um, please be honest with. Your doctors. They are there to help. They are there to. Make sure that you're. Doing well. And even if you don't. Let's say trust. A specific doctor. It's. It's always okay to get a second opinion. That's fine. Um, but still be open and honest with, um, with everyone. Um, because like I said, they're there to help. Um, I think that was the only thing that really did article-wise that I wanted to bring out. Um, at least I can remember one to bring out. But, I think what me reading back through this, because I haven't gone back and I think, Looked at my depression quite a while, I guess, like overall, because I don't like thinking about it. But, um, overall, um, i have to say, my depression and anxiety, um, I think I'm more better at identifying that I'm feeling that way. Because when I was younger, uh, when me younger, I mean just a few years ago, um, I was very bad at realizing if i was depressed or anxious um, if i was just disso- dissociating from my environment um, if i was feeling a certain way like i was having a very tough time um understanding what the words meant if i needed to do anything you know what i'm saying like it was very hard for me um but i think now especially especially last year um but i think I wanna say it had to be around twenty nineteen. Um but I think I started getting more of a grip of, Hey, you're feeling anxious or hey, you're feeling depressed. Yes, and most of the time it was because it was I was already in it. Like I was in the midst of it. I was like, Yeah, I think you're feeling depressed. <laughs> it was kinda of like a like captain obvious moment I was like, I think you're feeling depressed I was like, Well thank you for letting me know. I think I figured that out by now. Um, but um, my depression anxiety was I think I'm getting better at I like when it starts I'm like oh it's starting because like I said before I don't ha- always have a trigger most of the time is I'm it's not really triggered by anything it just happens and I'm like okay we're not gonna have to figure this out sometimes it can be very subtle sometimes it can just snap you can just snap like boom you're right there you're in the middle of depression now and it's like well okay now now I have to figure this out um so yeah. I say with some of these symptoms and stuff I definitely agree with um I might I might take these self-help tests for myself probably not on the podcast because I'm not just because for myself um but some of these things I definitely want to take for myself is um allow myself to feel what I'm feeling because I do have problems with uh excuse me um suppressing and repressed and repression of my emotions which is not healthy and it's not good for you um so allow myself to feel what i'm feeling is one thing um also doing something to have control over um i think i read a reddit post because i think there's a subreddit for um depression and stuff like that um i think i'm ever seeing one person like they're just like yo i made myself a sandwich and i think to a normal person who maybe, who probably doesn't have problems with depression, um, probably be like, oh, okay, <laughs> but I mean, like, if someone who's been depressed and has been through phases where it was extremely bad, where it was, like, getting out of bed was even just, like, hard, like, I think if I didn't live my mom, who expected me to move fast, I probably would never get out of bed, but, you know, they were just like, no, I'm just happy that, you know, i did something, you know, I, I got, I made myself a sandwich, I made, I did something for myself, um, I remember thinking, I was like, yo, like, I, I, I was like, I think it was weird, cause I was, I was able to, like, relate, but like, oh my gosh, I know how that feels, to, like, actually just do something for yourself, you know, do something, you know, take some power, regardless of what it was, like, I did something I could control, I got up and did something, so, it was definitely... A moment where I was like I can identify with a complete stranger that I'm, that I don't even know um so I know doing something I have control over um, I myself feel what I'm feeling um, I'm trying my best to with sleep schedule like I said I I work nights so that does wonders for me um let's see here eating so nutritious I'm trying my best to control my diet so I do want to eat more healthy so I'm trying to eat like when I do guachia try to eat like more like salad dishes or like healthy like fruit cups and stuff like that with sides instead of like a lot of fries. Or like I'll still give me fries but like instead of getting like a large I might get a medium with a fruit cup or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Just little simple things because um I read that there's like a whiplash effect that can happen for people who like try to do like cold turkey things, like let me throw out all my all my you know junk food, and just replace the fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I know. You know, like, next couple hours, I'm going to be ordering McDonald's. Like, I am not going to eat all these fruits and vegetables. I'm not going to cook for me nothing. So, simple little things adding to the diet, they're replacing so I can get more healthy. better way of doing it for me personally. But I think the next thing I have to do, which is, like, it says here, you know, exercise and just doing me time. Because working nights, I'm legitimately waking up around 5 o'clock in the afternoon, doing so dressed by everyone going driving to work usually pick, pick me up something to eat then I go straight to work right there from seven to 7.30 in the morning and I come straight home go to sleep and I wake up do it all over again for like a couple of days and then like the day I'm like the next day I'm off I'll just sleep the whole entire day and then for the next like two or three days I'm struggling to keep a sleep schedule because like now my body doesn't know what to do <laughs> So, that's that's how, that's how my days are. So, not good for my depression and anxiety, but, you know, I'm trying. And that's what matters. It matters for everyone. Just the fact that you're trying. Um. What was it? I think I had like an anxiety story I wanted to give you guys. I think it was, it was the one moment in my life where I remember I felt so anxious and so depressed. I'm not sure if I spoke about it. I think I tried listening to some of my other episodes. And I couldn't find. I couldn't. I'm not. I don't think I actually. Talked about it. But. um, I remember. I was back while I was in high school. At the time I was working two separate jobs. And. You know. They both were horrible jobs. And. I couldn't. um. I was just. I was struggling. And. I was driving, I think my mom was at work, my son was at school, so I was just kinda like driving 'cause I I had I think I was, I think I had a half date. Um and I drove to I drove to McDonald's on my way back home on my way back home from school. And I was like, let me just give me something to eat real quick. I and they McDonald's had like a kiosk. And this is like I said back in high school, like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. And I remember I had like this I, I think I win like 10 or $12. I was trying to make it work. I stood at that kiosk for about 25 minutes. Going through the options. Constantly going in and out. Taking things off. Going back in. I mean, I think I started being more depressed and more anxious. Because the lady kept coming back. Like, she came, up, came up to me at least three times asking if I needed help. If I was doing okay. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm like, I'm just... I'm just thinking really hard about my decisions. Like after I placed the order, I remember I went I sat down because this is when when they like kind of delivered the food to you, and I remember just being so, like, out of it. I remember feeling so upset with myself because I was like, I I seriously sat there and struggled <laughs> with placing order, and I remember I remember still being so upset with my order because I was like, I seriously sat there, and. Stressed out over do I want nuggets or do I want a burger? Do I want fries? Okay, so I want fries. What what size fries do I get? I was trying to like maximize my money because I was extremely hungry that day, but I just didn't have the money to feel comfortable buying anything. So I was like struggling. I think, it, I think it hit me more and made me more depressed with the fact that I realized I was there for a very large amount of time. Like plenty of people have gotten their food, sat down, eaten, and left by the time I actually placed my order. It was extremely sad. And I was like I I it was one of those things where I was like, Man, like I was struggling that day. But I remember being so anxious about it because I was like, you only have like I think I think it was like twelve dollars, like you only have twelve dollars. Like you need to make it work. Like it was a weird it was a weird moment where I was like, You need to make it work, you have to make it work. But I was like, I can't I'm like but I'm so hungry. (laughs) I was like, maybe I should say my Monday. Like, no, no, no. You need to eat right here. You need to eat right now. Don't go anywhere. I was like, it was a weird voice. In my business told me, figure it out. And I was just struggling. It was the most weirdest moment in my life. And I remember, like, after I was just depressed and anxious after the fact because I was just like, I supposedly sat there and struggled for twenty five minutes to placing a McDonald's order that normally wouldn't even affect me that much. I usually was went through, got got more than left, but no, I struggled. It was bad for me. It was. Very bad. But yeah, that was my, that, yeah, but that was my depression anxiety story <laughs> for today. I think I can laugh about it now, but in the moment, the struggle was real. It was extreme real struggle. Whew. Thinking about it, it just it messed me up big time. But yes, anyway. Hope you guys can laugh at, at that because I can definitely think about and be like, wow, something's wrong with you. <laughs> but yes, um, I hope you guys have a great day. I do like doing these little thingies, reading articles and giving my little two cents on it, making it all about me. <laughs> but anyway, um, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Um, follow me on Twitter, um, all that good stuff. Follow, follow me on Twitter, subscribe, like, all that stuff that people like to say before. Um, so, Y'all guys know what to do. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Have a good one, you guys. Um, and I hope that you guys have are staying safe, staying healthy. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, you guys.